to see of his esteem for his father. Sauce couldn't hear them, but the bard must have spoken, for Althor rose to his feet, towering over their father. Someone drew in a sharp breath, and Sauce glanced around to see several housemaids watching Althor, their violet eyes wide and appreciative. Even though the shield she raised to protect her empath's mind, she felt their desire, how much he impressed and attracted them. Pa, The concept of her brother being the object of female desire was just too much. Not that he had ever seemed interested in Dalvador girls. Her father and brother embraced. Saw suspected Eldrinson had tears in his eyes, but he would hold back, too proud to cry in front of everyone. To have his son descend from the sky in such a dramatic display, and then kneel before him had to feel incredible. It touched her heart that Althor chose to greet him this way. If only that could take away the pain. Although their father had always encouraged Althor's dreams, he refused to hear the same from her. It wasn't Althor's fault, but it made being around him difficult. Would he be willing to take her off-world? Her hastily conceived plan had become even more complicated. Two men were coming forward from the columns behind the dais. No. One was eight-year-old Kelrick, already as tall as an adult. Dell walked with him. The woman who had come with Althor stayed behind, unobtrusive, half-hidden by a column. Kelrick took the six stairs of the dais in two big lunges and ran to his brother. Althor pulled him into a hug. Even from here, Saws could see Dell's grin as he slapped Althor on the shoulder. He's even taller, a voice said with a chime on the second word. Startled, Saws turned. Her brother, Shannon, stood next to her, slender and supple, his eyes level with hers. She had always wondered what it was like for him, living in the shadow of such giant brothers. He had the silver eyes of a blue dale archer. Somewhere in the distant past, one of their ancestors must have had a child with an archer. The traits could lie dormant for centuries and still run true when they manifested. Shannon might be one of the few archers left. No one had heard from them in centuries. My greeting, Shanny. She had been so absorbed in the scene on the dais she hadn't felt his pensive mood earlier, but now it came through to her. He tilted his head toward Althor. He is magnificent. His words flowed like clear water in a stream. Saz smiled. Hero worship? Surely not. You feel it, too. It wasn't how Saws would have put it, given her conflicted emotions toward Althor. I admire what he has achieved. Do you envy him? Shannon pitched his words low, so only she would hear. Envy? Why? Father won't let you become a warrior. Women cannot. A familiar anger stirred in Saws. Of course we can. ISC has more women in the military than men. Dryly, she added, it used to be a matriarchy, Shanny. That may be. His voice had a sing-song quality. But not here. Father will never let you go off-world. How is he going to stop me? I don't know, he admitted. He wants you to marry Lord Rilia. Oh, for flaming sakes. Saws put her hands on her hips. I'm not marrying anyone, let alone a man more than twice my age who can't read or write.
It doesn't bother Anise. She's 11 years old. She doesn't know what she wants. 13, Shannon murmured, giving their sister's age an octal instead of decimal. 11, and no matter how you count it, she's too young to marry Lord Rilia, and I've no intention of doing so. Shannon's lips curved upward with that otherworldly beauty of his. God's help, Lord Rilia, father did make you marry him. Very funny. Saws turned to watch Althor, who was talking with Dell and Kelric. Her brothers never stopped lamenting poor Lord Rilia's dire fate, destined to marry her. Saws had other plans. Eldrinson entered the hearthroom flanked by his sons, Althor on one side and Dell on the other. Kelric came too. A sense of light filled Eldrinson. Althor's arrival had been a fine moment. A fine moment indeed.